Hello and welcome to the Virtual Midwife Podcast, a show for pregnant women who want to make informed decisions about their health and the health of their babies. I'm your host, the Virtual Midwife, Karen Wilmot, and having worked in hospitals, communities, and independently around the world, in this podcast, I share some of the many lessons I've learned in the labor room. I'll be interviewing thought leaders and change makers, each one of them quietly fueling the silent revolution to restore normality to childbirth, to support women's choice and restore respect. I have a deep belief in the mind-body connection, so I'll be sharing some powerful meditations for pregnancy and birth. You'll find the show notes and transcripts on my blog, and while you're there, sign up for the free gift so that you can stay up to date with the courses and retreats that I offer. I work with women online and in person via my online platform, thevirtualmidwife.com. Follow me on social media and subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Virtual Midwife, to get more tips and tools and techniques for labor and birth. today's podcast, I'm going to chat a little bit about babies crying. A crying baby can be incredibly stressful for parents and especially for new mums who immediately think that there's something wrong. So I'm going to start off by talking about why babies cry and towards the end of the podcast I'll be doing a short meditation to help you to cope with your crying baby and to prepare you for the next time that it happens. It's important to remember that babies' cries do have a purpose. It's the only way that they can communicate with you and remind you and tell you that they need you. Crying is an automatic reaction and a perfect signal is automatic. They cry by reflex. When they sense a need, it triggers a sudden inspiration of air, which is followed by a forceful expelling cry. It vibrates to create the cry sound. And in the early months when a baby is making that sound, they are not necessarily thinking what kind of a cry it is or what it will get them. They just automatically cry in response to a need. The cry is easily generated and it's done to get you to notice. Every baby's signal is unique to that baby. A baby's cry is essentially their language and all babies cry differently. It's important to remember that responding to your baby's cries is biologically correct. It's what we are wired to do. We are programmed to give a nurturing response to your baby and not to restrain yourself or hold yourself back or think that by responding to your baby's cries, you're spoiling them or creating bad habits. In fact, fascinating changes take place in your body in response to your baby's cry Upon hearing your baby cry, the blood flow to your breasts increases and it is accompanied by a biological urge to pick your baby up and nurse them. And the act of breastfeeding itself causes a surge in prolactin and the prolactin is the hormone that is the biological basis of the term or of the letdown and also of the term mother's intuition. Oxytocin, the hormone that causes your milk to let down, brings feelings of relaxation and pleasure and it's in fact a pleasant release from the tension that is being built up by your baby's cry. So responding to your baby's cries by breastfeeding or nursing or holding your baby close to close is helping both of you to relax and tune into each other's needs. 
the oxytocin and the prolactin are the basis of bonding between the two of you. And so these feelings really help you to bond closer and more deeply with your baby. Remember that it's always easy for others to say or to advise you to not respond to your baby's cry because they are not connected to your baby the way that you are. And that's why it's easy for other people to ignore a crying baby, but incredibly difficult for a mother to do that. Once you appreciate the value of your baby's crying, the next thing, of course, is deciding what you're going to do about it. So give a prompt and nurturing response, which ultimately and usually is a win-win way for baby and mom to work together and to find a communication system that helps both of you. By responding promptly and sensitively to your baby, you feel less frantic the next time they need something because every time you respond, you learn something more about your baby. Your baby also learns to cry better or in ways that signal what they are trying to tell you what they need. It's a little bit less disturbing for you and you are able to structure your baby's environment in a way that there's less need for them to cry and keep your baby close so that you know when they're tired or hungry, ready to sleep, ready to play and being able to respond to their needs in the moment. It heightens your sensitivity to the cry so that you're able to give a correct response and a quick response, especially when your baby's young. Responding appropriately to your baby's cry is the first and one of the most difficult communication challenges that you will face as a mother. You will master the system only after rehearsing thousands of cue responses in the early months. If you initially regard your baby's cry as a signal to be responded to and evaluated rather than as an unfortunate habit to be broken, you will open yourself up to becoming an expert in your baby's signals, which will carry over into becoming an expert on everything about your baby, not anybody else's baby, but your own baby. Because every mother-baby signal system is completely unique to you and your baby. Unfortunately, many parents think that when their babies cry, it's their fault. And especially when this happens in public or on aeroplanes. If you're responsive to your baby and you try to keep them feeling secure in this new world, you'll find that you don't feel as if it's your fault because you're able to respond appropriately. Remember, it's also not up to you to stop your baby's crying. While you need to stay open to learning things to help your baby... There will be times when you won't know why your baby is crying. You'll wonder if your baby even knows why they're crying. And there may simply be times when your baby needs to cry. And rather than feeling desperate about trying to get them to stop, rather just holding them, nurturing through that, tuning into what they're saying, tuning into what they're feeling, and just being compassionate to what they're feeling in that moment. Imagine how you feel or would feel if it was you who was feeling overly emotional, sometimes we just need to let it all out. And all we want is somebody to hold us and tell us, tell us it's going to be okay. Of course, there's also some old wives tales that letting a baby cry is good for their lungs. In the late 70s, research showed that babies who were left to cry had heart rates that reached worrisome levels and lowered oxygen levels in their blood. When these infants' cries were soothed, their cardiovascular system rapidly returned to normal, showing how quickly babies recognize the status of well-being on a physiological level. When a baby's cries are not soothed, they remain in physiologic as well as psychological distress. You're not always going to be able to stop your baby from crying, but you can tune into them and think about the conditions that may have led to the crying. 
When you tune into the way that your baby sees and responds and feels and senses the world around them, it sometimes helps you to understand why they might be crying. Consider how your baby might feel about the clothes that they're wearing. Maybe the, the fabric is worrisome or bothersome to them. Perhaps it's time to take your baby to a quiet place because they've been overstimulated in a busy environment or you've been shopping or on an aeroplane or in a crowd. Listening to your baby crying is upsetting, especially when you're unable to settle them. But very often this stress has less to do with your baby and more to do with you and how you are responding and feeling helpless in that situation. Examine your expectations because very often you are expecting your baby to behave like a friend's baby or a family member's baby and your baby is completely unique and has a different way of communicating his or her needs to you. A lot of babies hate having their nappy changed, especially in the first few weeks after birth. When I'm doing home visits, I often see how stressed this makes moms when their baby is crying. But it's easy if you can just accept that this is a physiological developmental milestone that they don't like having no clothes on. They feel insecure. There's no boundaries. And accept that they're going to cry while you're doing it but stay calm and reassure them while you're changing the nappy that everything is okay. And you'll notice that within a few days or even weeks that they become used to this and actually start enjoying having their nappy changed because they realize that it's a safe place and it's an activity that can actually be fun, that you are calm when you're doing it and you're entertaining them and distracting them and keeping them calm throughout that. But in the beginning, accept that they may cry, but stay calm and reassure them with your voice, the tone of your voice, the look on your face, and even the emotions that you're expressing through your body. Try different ways to soothe your baby and find out what's helpful. But remember always that what works today may not work the next time your baby cries, or even in the next moments, and you have to be incredibly creative and innovative in the ways that you find to keep your baby calm. The most important thing when you're responding to your baby's cries is for you to stay calm yourself and listen, look and feel, intuit what it is that your baby is trying to say. Accept that you cannot solve everything, but as long as you are there and responding, that's all that matters. It's not easy to listen to a baby's cries and can be incredibly stressful. But remembering that it's the only way that your baby can communicate with you will help you to create your own unique form of communication with your baby, especially when you learn how to respond and to respond effectively to your baby's cries. So I'm going to end this podcast off with a short meditation that you can do now or even listen to the next moment that your baby is crying fretfully and you're uncertain of how to respond and what to do or concerned that perhaps there is something wrong. Holding your baby close to your chest. Start off by bringing the awareness to the breath. Despite the cries, just tune out for a few moments, taking a really deep in-breath, and as you do, just imagining and noticing how your baby responds to the gentle rise and fall of your chest as you breathe slowly, mindfully and deeply. 
Bring your awareness to your chest and your heart space, the space where your baby is resting. Feel the warmth of your baby's skin, the touch of your baby on your chest. Bringing your baby closer. And feeling the connection between your heart and your baby's heart. Holding your baby close over your heart space. And just noticing or imagining the beating of your two hearts. Knowing that not long before, this baby that you now hold so close, that you love so deeply, was once in your belly. And every beat of your heart and every breath nurtured your baby. And every day that connection grows stronger and deeper. There is a deep connection and a deep understanding that cannot be broken and cannot be understood. Nobody knows your baby better than you do. Your baby is your blood, your body, your cells. You grew your baby in your belly. as you hold your baby close to you whether they're crying or silence just breathe in the smell the beautiful beautiful smell of your baby's head your baby's skin run your hands gently down over your baby's body feeling the softness of their skin And as you do, just noticing, what do you feel in your baby's body? Is your baby's body soft and relaxed against you? Or tense and arching away from you? What is your baby saying to you? Don't analyze the first thought that comes to your mind. Don't judge it. Don't examine it. Just respond. And notice how your baby responds to being listened to. You may find that what comes up for you goes completely against what you may have heard or read or been advised. Try it anyway. Nobody knows what your baby needs more than your baby. 
Nobody wants to satisfy your baby's needs more than you. Remind yourself that in responding to your baby's needs, you can never get it wrong. You may not always get it right. But until you do, you're responding, you're listening, you're trying, and your baby feels that and knows that and responds to that. Take a moment to step back in time when you were a baby and imagine being held in your mother's arms and rocked and soothed and loved. Remembering the smell of her skin, the beat of her heart, the feel of her breath on your cheek. And knowing that you're creating those beautiful memories for your own baby. there's nothing more important than this moment than breathing in your baby connecting intuiting what they need feeling that overwhelming sense of love The overwhelming sense of responsibility. The desire to nurture and care. Feel your baby. Listen. Look. Engaging all your senses in what it is that your baby is saying. Letting go of the desire to fix anything and just be. Letting go of any thoughts of how it should be and accepting it the way it is. Enjoying this moment, this moment in time, this precious moment. Just you and your baby, deeply connected, one body, and trust that you know.